The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with uh, Sondra Bernstein. And we have Allison Kilmer in the house today, and uh, we are drinking tea. Hey. It's, a, it's a tea day. <laughs> hey, Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so nice to have you. Um, we actually, it was at a um, kind of a re- business reveal that we reconnected yeah. and um, had two gorgeous um, glasses of tea. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, we need to revisit this, and then um, thought it would be a good fit for the podcast, and would love for our listeners to uh, hear about how you got into tea and and your beginnings. Well, and talk about this incredible packaging too. Not and only do the they packaging. taste great, but the packaging exactly. is super cool. Well, thank right. you, thank and you. And women-owned business, yeah, and and charity yeah yeah so we have a lot to talk about yeah 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 well hopefully you know once you get me started though (laughs) you can't scare us those are our favorite kind of guests (laughs) i love talking about tea so um basically uh this business sort of just happened to me it was kind of a combination of things that were happening in my life and um, i come from a branding background which is probably why you're mentioning the packaging right. um, but I was in branding for about 20 years and I um, was surrounded by a lot of um, amazing entrepreneurs and we focused on purpose-driven companies um, throughout that time and I just got a lot of inspiration and I saw what people were able to do with social ventures and um, Around this time, I kind of went on a cleanse and I stopped drinking coffee and I started drinking tea and I started feeling really amazing. And um, and then from a personal level, I had become estranged from my own sisters, my biological sisters, and I had this newfound desire to create a sisterhood. And um, I moved to Sonoma up back here, I don't know, maybe 2011. And um, I really didn't know anyone. And I was, you know, trying to make my way. And I, when I started actually looking into the history of tea, that started another revelation that, you know, amazing things happened when women gathered around tea. And when the most important things happened to us back then, it was always tea was always involved. And so I thought, you know, there's so much around sisterhood and tea and the suffragettes and Seneca Falls and the right to vote and the right to own property. And I started really connecting the dots and um, living here in wine country, it's a no brainer to be inspired by food and beverage scene. And um, tea is one of those things that I think is just kind of uh, an afterthought and I, I want to change that. Well, and th- that's here in America because if you're going to England, I mean, tea is like, it's kind of a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. I'm married to a Brit. I know these okay. things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We did. Yeah. And then can we back up a second? And, yeah. and can you mention some of the companies that you were doing branding for in the past? Yeah. Everything from like vegan dog food to, you know, bootstrappers in the valley, um, lots of startups to billion dollar brands like QuickBooks and everything. Oh thing in between. So, um, you know, some of the things that, um, 
we, you know, moved us were these founders who were taking a risk and really trying to find ways to use capitalism for uh, social good. And that was before all of this became mainstream. So um, we really kind of cut our teeth on a lot of these different business models. And when I decided that I wanted to start a tea company, I knew it had to be a social venture because that was something that I just wanted to do. And living in Sonoma, the community is insane. It's so amazing. It's so supportive. It's so... the fabric is just there for this type of business. And, um, that's what really inspired me. I, I, you know, joined the women's club. I started, um, meeting some incredible women here in the Valley, uh, that were, you know, running their own businesses or maybe just doing social work on their own. Mm -hmm. And I felt really embraced as a woman here. And I didn't realize, um, until I moved here, how, um, supportive the community was. And where so where was did you move fit. from? Sausalito. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not very far. City. I know. I'm a California girl. So I grew uh-huh. up in California on the Central Coast. And then I lived mm. in Santa Barbara, LA, San Francisco for 15 years. And then my husband and I moved to Sausalito in 2006. And we were there for a few years. And then we bought a little fixer upper up mm. here in Sonoma. And the rest is history because we just didn't want to go back. Oh, so do you not still have the place in no, Sausalito? We sold it. Okay. Yeah. You're full time. Does yeah. anybody full-time. ever ask you if you are Heidi Swanson? No. Who's no. Heidi Swanson? She is. <laughs> she, an is this amazing, somebody I should know? No, she's an amazing cookbook author. Okay. And she's got Cookbook 101 blog, and you guys definitely could be sisters. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe there's something I don't know about. Yeah. I should ask my mom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But look her up. She, um, very organic food she's a definitely a vegetarian maybe a vegan awesome i'm and a vegan yeah. too yeah she yeah. her books are beautiful awesome yeah, i will totally really look her cool. up maybe yeah. we're sisters and yeah, from another well, life or See? In, you're in the sisterhood we're part of the sisterhood exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um yeah i think that is interesting in that you know how how you just fall into it oh isn't I mean, it weird it it is oh how funny she oh, does we're look like showing me. a picture <laughs> yeah i mean that seriously. is so funny yeah and she, she's definitely i she, i am a huge fan of hers awesome. she's, she's her. in the sisterhood for sure she, yeah. awesome yeah i'll yeah. send her some amazing tea. photographer also <laughs> yeah. great yeah. great yeah she would love her love your tea Thanks. but um i know like you know people fall into food or they fall into now they fall into cannabis yeah um, yeah you know or just think you know different things and and tea I mean, you must have been really loving the tea that you were drinking or uh, uh, you yeah. hated it. No, I loved it. As a matter of fact, rooibos, which is some of the teas that I brought here today and which is the, the tea that we decided to launch our first ready to drink product um, is actually my favorite and always has. And this is what really converted me because I went off caffeine and um, I'm getting older. And so <laughs> as a woman, uh, cover your ears, Brian. But uh, <laughs> they're, they're covered with my headphones. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, you know, when you're going through these changes, it's just really important to get off caffeine. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I, it, it was a no brainer, but yeah, wow. it's funny. I never saw myself as, you know, starting a tea company. It wasn't something that I set out to do as a young kid, you know, it's just, right. <laughs> it's just, um, when you have all these different things happen in your life, it's, you, you want to channel these experiences and these relationships and the networking, the people that come into your life and come out of your life. It's just really interesting how it happens to you right rather than you going out and actively making it happen right um so it's a very organic experience as a matter of fact i want this business to be a very organic experience and so far it, has it really been, right? has yeah i mean i really yeah, not want, forcing it up a hill no i really want it to be a brand that people connect with on a deep level mm-hmm. um which is why we do so much work with the community and um i'm not sure if i mentioned this but we give back proceeds to um, local um, organizations that support women and girls specifically. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that um, is inherent to what we do as a company. It's just a natural fit. And being here, it makes it so easy. And how did you pick who you were going to give money to? Again, I think it started out as a natural um, serendipitous thing. Um, we were looking for a commercial kitchen to brew our iced teas and, um, we found teen services here in Sonoma and they were amazing. And they, um, you know, basically opened their doors to us and it exposed me to a whole world of opportunity to give back to that organization in particular, because, I don't have children of my own. Mine are all four legged. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? I can relate. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, my finger was not on the pulse of the, you know, younger generation. And I think as a woman trying to influence other women, it's really important for me to understand that younger generation because I think they're going to change the world. As a matter of fact, I know they are. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, they have to, or we're all doomed anyway, right? Right. right. And so I set out initially. Um, to, we hired two of their um, girls from their ready to work program. And at the time they were 14. Now they just turned 16. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. Uh-huh. You, you were able to hire them at 14? Yes, because we're doing, we're doing um, packing in a commercial kitchen. Right. And so it's not like they're serving, you know, the public or having to go. I'm only allowed to work with them at teen services. But now that they're 16, you know, I think things are changing. Have to I don't know all the rules. And, exactly. Yeah. It's very complicated. Yeah. But, but um, it should be okay. Yeah. I mean, they're just restricted hours, like when they can right. work. And, right. So um, to answer your question, um, yeah, so teen services was one of those things that stum- we stumbled on accidentally. And then from there, it just opened my um, network to a whole slew of organizations here in the Valley, just doing events and trying to promote what we're doing. I met tons of people and um, everyone would, you know, say, Oh, do you think you could do this event for us? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And then that leads to a giving opportunity because usually those events are for raising money. Right. And <laughs> usually, yeah, we have this really cool program here. I just, I don't, for the listeners, they can't see it, but we have a, um, a giving back program um, whereby if you buy a subscription to our luxury pyramid bags that are all biodegradable, by the way, and organic, um, 
we give back a dollar for every um, subscription every month to um, the charity that we um, work through their network. So for example, anyone who we have a drop down menu on our sale on our um, store and when they go and um, purchase tea from us, they have an opportunity to select either the women's club here in Sonoma or teen services or um, there's a, a slew of other um, organizations. Right. That's so that's one way. But um, most importantly, I think one of the most rewarding things for me right now is working with my girls. Because, um, like I said, just getting back to understanding that community, that younger generation has given me a lot of insight into how we can continue to serve. And they are incredible. These girls are insane. They are above, you know, straight A average students. They're they're already like their resumes are crazy. They give um, so much of their time, which they don't have a lot of, right. to um, you know different uh, uh, charities, and they do tons of charity work. And they they're just amazing. So how lucky for them though to get to work with you and oh, it's so to much learn fun. from you and to be exposed to uh, not new new, but yeah. relatively new business, oh, yeah. and it's starting. Absolutely. You know, teaching young girls entrepreneurial skills and sales skills and just general work skills and how to be, you know, a good team player. Um, those types of mentoring opportunities are really important to me because I think they're really impactful mm-hmm. and they, and they, they are, you know, they resonate. So if you can just really impact one or two people, it, it goes out to right. the, you know they go out and the, it transforms their life it transforms mine and others around them so it's actually really cool yeah it's, and tea is the vehicle to do that right because it's the beverage that brings people together now were these girls had they ever been tea drinkers before no, you got a hold of them no as a matter of fact they they do they drink tea at their high school and they have vending machines where they drink iced tea and things but i mean it's all dare i say more substandard than what they've been exposed to with uppercase tea. And, um, they're learning a lot about how tea is sourced and made. And it's very similar to the wine industry. I was going to mention that because to to me, there's a lot of similarities in that you can really go as deep as you want and go back in history. And Oh yeah. Because wine is one of those things that, you know, in school, I didn't really, enjoy being in the classroom. But when you started teaching me history through wine or food, yeah, then I became interested in it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I can see getting really into where the tea is from and oh, how yeah. they're growing it. Who's, what are yeah. they, I mean, you can really go down a rabbit hole. Oh yeah. And you know, it's really interesting because, um, I learned a lot. I, I'm not, I'm a self-confessed newbie when it comes to tea. So, um, I have been on my own journey learning about this and, what I realized is that there's so much tea out there that's really bad for you. There's Oh, what did you start drinking? I started drinking the organic rooibos. Just, just I mean, be, no brand, just... No, I would just buy it. I can't like even remember. Um, loose leaf. I started out buying it in tea bags at grocery stores like Whole Foods, and I liked the, the general flavor. And then we ended up um, sourcing some... Um, loose leaf and that's when it 
really became apparent that they were so that it was just a completely different type of product right and so the quality like wine it is really makes a huge difference you've got you know where it's sourced you have um you know the terroir where it's grown the altitude the different regions so tea like wine brian you should know this um <laughs> i don't know why i'm talking to you about this but um wine and and tea is very, are very similar in that way they're With valued tannin, the same way and also tannins yeah and the way that yeah, yeah it all comes from and one leaf and right yeah. so you know i don't know if you guys know this but like the white the oolong puer black and um green are all from one plant the same plant the same plant the camellia sinensis yeah like different species no well they have different well i I guess you would call it they're different cultivars within the one species right so you have um the camellia sinensis and what they basically it's the same as wine if you pick a tea from a particular region that has a different altitude and in a different soil then you're going to get a different flavor. But beyond that, you take that tea leaf and you could make all of those teas from that leaf. You could do a white, a green, an oolong, a puer, a black, because the difference in those five main teas, which is, that's all there is, um, is um, the way that they're produced. So like a winemaker, they would try different techniques. um, They would add certain um, you know properties to and then they would stop the fermentation at certain times it's the same with right. a tea leaf so if you wanted like white is the least um, produced so it's literally just plucked and dried so the white tea actually has more antioxidants in it than any other tea leaf um, and then the green is a step up from that so the white would be the youngest the youngest okay. yeah it's the youngest and the least produced the least handled well and probably lighter in flavor too because it hasn't quite evolved that's right okay and so it requires a a, you know a lower temperature of Mm -hmm. water and a lower steep time because it's more delicate right right whereas if you get to going down that line for example um green you would um you know you would pluck the teas you would dry them then you would oxidize them for just a short period of time and then that oxidation is stopped at a particular moment to capture a certain flavor profile right and then if you move on to oolong usually those are plucked dried fermented you know rolled so that that rolling technique creates moisture so that allows that to oxidize a, a little bit longer. Wait, explain that because mm-hmm. okay, so the oolong would be the third one, and when you mean it's rolled, you mean it's picked, and then the leaves are rolled. Yes. So I'll show you. I'm going to pour some of this out here for you. Okay. So that is a rolled wow. tea. Wow. And then this okay. one, there's. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, and that when that opens up. Wait a minute. Who rolls these? The people that produce the teas in these Holy regions. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. So have you gone over there? I have not. It's one oh, of my I goals. I need to take a tea trip. Um, because you know, obviously that's the next step. Um, I would love to visit the farms yeah. where we source our teas, but all of our teas getting back to the danger with tea is that if it's not organic, it is most likely steeped in pesticides and fertilizers. Uh, uh. And when you drink tea, 
you're leaching those things out into hot water and then you're drinking that liquid, right? right. You're not rinsing your vegetables in right. other words. Right, right. So when it's really critical that when you drink tea, you only drink organic tea. As a matter of fact, we, we paused our business for a while because um, we only had a couple of organic teas in our, um, in our line. And as I learned more, I was kind of horrified by what I was learning. And um, so we basically stopped with that supplier and we ended up sourcing a, a new supplier that only deals with 100% organics that are single estate. So oh, they're estate so quality. <laughs> so it's we know where they come from um, and we know that um, these teas are pure and unadulterated. And the cool thing about it is that a lot of teas that you see on the market are like basically you know when you take those full leaves they sift them through these nets and different things and the things that fall out through those nets are the fannings and the dust that they usually sweep up and put into tea bags right so you're not getting that the the quality of that whole leaf and the reason that quality is so important is because that's what gives you that character of the flavor and that consistency of that character. Right. So it's, um, again, like winemaking, it's a certain part of that, you know, experience that in the making of it, that is really critical. And for the or purchasing the organic tea, was that a price difference? Was that one of the factors? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so considerable. Yeah, it is considerable. Um, okay. But, you know, like wine, it's the price points are varied and right. you can choose to drink, um, you know, your everyday wine, which is the lower price point and probably um, I would maybe, maybe think substandard right and not organic that's right that's right certified but you know single estate like estate wines if you drank those every day you'd, yeah. like you'd go broke well, what is the um, <laughs> yeah, what's true. the growing season does it depend on the country that you're getting the tea from that's, or is it yeah it's usually in the spring uh -huh. Um, well, spring is usually when all the teas are available. Um, so, um, that's a very important time for us to source new teas. And, um, right now we have six in our signature ceremonial grade, mm. um, because one of the things that we created for women particularly, but it's also enjoyed by men and in restaurants and food service and hospitality is our tea ceremony. Um, Sandra and I were talking about this at the event. Mm -hmm. We were saying how run down we get and just run ragged. And it's, um, well, especially being women, I think it's just part of our nature to just go, go, go. Right. And ceremony isn't something that's part of our culture here in the United States. And I really want to bring some of that civility and that Zen to our everyday life. And tea is a perfect way Back to, to do the Brits, that. right? Exactly. Like tea time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a so matter, yeah. I want to just step back because uh -huh. um, what happens after, what's next after oolong? So after oolong is black and black is just oxidized for a longer period of time. That's why you get that dark, rich color. Um, and then the next one from there is pu'er, which is a very cool tea. Pu'er. Pu'er. Yeah. P I've P never U heard of that before. P-U dash E- H R. I've never. Or A R H. Sorry, 
I can't, I can't read backwards. Yeah, it's, I'll look it up. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> um, and that is actually fermented and aged. Uh, I was wondering if we were going there. Yeah. So it's like a Bordeaux. Okay. It has okay. a very earthy, dirty, this kind of forest floor, mushroomy flavor, mm-hmm. but it's super low tannin, low tannic. So it's got a really smooth finish. Um, is it sour? Not at all. Oh, wow. No, interesting. No. And I, I brought you guys some samples so you can. How do they store the leaves when you're storing them for a longer time and fermenting them? Or is it like in some sort of tank or a like, how do they do that? You know, I don't know. I know okay. they need to be airtight and they have to be in a temperature controlled environment. Okay, like so they below. probably have like a room that is right. specifically, maybe they hang them or something like that. A lot of, yeah. yeah, because you can't have too much moisture and you can't have right. too much heat or too cold. Okay. So, so like your charcuterie be, uh, um, setup, you know, when right. you have, yeah, exactly. it's got to be regulated. Right. Like yeah. your wines, you don't want your wines in 70, 80 degree heat all right. the time. Right. And it's the same with tea. You want to store tea at 65 degrees or lower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. so is that the most expensive tea? Pu'er is generally, yeah. actually there's one other tea that we haven't talked about and I don't even bring it up because it's so rare. It's a yellow tea mm. and it's basically reserved for royalty in China. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Of course we want, we want, Wait, we want that one. So how, where, where do words like Earl Grey and chamomile, where, how does that fit? in this list so funny enough um that's a great question because um there are herbal teas right as a matter of fact rooibos which is the red tea that we serve in our ready to drink and in loose leaf um is not actually a tea leaf it's not part of the camellia sinensis it's actually a red bush out of south africa right and it's an herb so there's herbal teas like chamomile mm-hmm. and mint and rooibos. And then there's teas, which are, you mentioned the um, Earl Grey. Earl Grey is just a black tea that has been infused with bergamot. Okay. Uh, oh. Essential so oil. It is, so it's part, it is under tea. Yes. So like jasmine tea would be an green, herbal. An herbal. Mm-hmm. There are green but none jasmine of these are teas. Herbals? No. Okay. No. So it's a whole different category. Yeah. So, like an unadulterated tea leaf can be made into a white tea, a green, an oolong, a black, a pu'er, and a yellow. Every other tea is an herbal tea or it's been infused with some sort of oil or food like apples and cinnamon and things like that. So, or, uh, so do they botanical use tea leaf with it or it's just like the jasmine leaves or just, uh, sometimes it's just jasmine and sometimes there's, um, a green that's been infused to taste like jasmine. Okay. And then you get, like chamomile is chamomile, mint right. is mint. Mm-hmm. So those are all just herbs. And there's no tea in them. It's no. just the herbs. Okay, right. that's right. fascinating. Yeah. So tea, I mean, tea could have been a different name. Yeah. Because if a tea leaf is tea. Yeah. An herbal tea is. An herbal. An herbal herb. 
infusion elixir yeah. or something exactly yeah. i don't think most people know that no i well, don't know that you know what seriously call, you know they call um in the the technical term for herbal tea is a tisane have you tisane. heard of that well Lauren, i've heard that word farmer, isn't that a brand yeah, our as farmer well? likes to grow the different herbs and she makes blends okay but not quant you know not commercial and right. not for herself right tisane so we're we're really trying to educate this is a perfect segue because yes. um, there's so much i could totally geek out on this all the time and um there's so much to learn about tea um especially in food service and hospitality and wineries that are serving you know all these amazing things but tea is not part of that elevation yet right. we are trying to elevate tea to its deserved place with wine and amazing food because mm -hmm. um it's the whole experience here in Sonoma County is amazing with food and beverage in general. Right. right. And tea is just, we are Sonoma's steepery and one of our goals is to make sure that we're elevating that experience. And it's not just enough to serve really good quality tea, but to create a, a really nice experience. And that's where the ceremony comes in. That's where, you know, serving our iced tea out of wine bottles comes in. Yeah. Um, because you want to give your guests a memorable um, experience. experience. Yeah, I love it. And I love the story. And I mean, when we first started in Glen Ellen, mm -hmm. I'm not a big, I mean, I've never been a big tea drinker. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm like, oh my God, maybe I need to get off the caffeine because yeah. I drink a lot well, of coffee. Mm -hmm. Caffeine though, can we, this tea doesn't have any caffeine? It has l much lower caffeine or no caffeine. So okay. um, the way that caffeine works with tea is each one of these teas require the right amount of tea leaves to water, the right temperature of that water, and the right steep time. So white is different than green. Green is different than black, for example. And the longer that that tea leaf is in contact with water, and the temperature of that water is what draws out the most caffeine. Interesting. So, white, so the highest temperature brings out the most caffeine. And the yes, longest. And the longest and tea right. time. So for example, green tea, you steep it at a lower temperature. I think it's like 180 for three minutes. Whereas the black and the puer and the rooibos, you, well, rooibos is naturally caffeine free anyway, but the black and the puer you steep at a 212 <coughs> for five minutes. So that's what gives you that caffeine jolt, but it's still only a third of a cup of coffee. Wow. Okay. So in comparison, all these teas are way lower in right. caffeine. And in terms of the health properties that you get from them, if you, as long as you're not really highly sensitive to caffeine and can drink a little bit of caffeine, the health benefits of the antioxidants and all of those proper um, the plant properties are you know worth it so right it's just a different experience right and what are we drinking right now which one is the so this is the rooibos um this is the one that got me off coffee mm -hmm. this is a red bush out of south africa it's a super herb and it actually has more antioxidants than any tea leaf wow yeah it's grown in the wild in south africa so it's all organic we can't call it single estate because it's not owned 
by anybody. It's right. it's grown on like a national preserve. Oh. And people, anybody can go get it? I don't really know how they are allowed. There's certain regulations where they allow certain um, farmers to go in, but they're not allowed to own that land. Right. It's probably similar to some of the um, land trusts here in California. Right. Um, but rooibos is amazing. It has this natural like uh hints of honey and vanilla that's what, okay so mm-hmm. that's what was confusing me is uh-huh. that there's almost like maple or molasses or honey or uh, right. um, the flavors in it so i was wondering if you were adding something no to, no this is, and as a matter of fact we don't add anything to our teas because rooibos has its own natural character and and you get that character through a quality product um just similar to tea leaves you get that character and the differences from roasted chestnuts to orchids and magnolias Mm. to um, caramelized pear um, to the honey and vanilla you get those natural flavors without having to add essential oils or fake flavors or fake colors do people do that they do lots of teas Um, there's a big trend you know where everybody wants mochaccino latte flavored teas and it's really gross I don't I just don't have Wait, that. who who wants that? <laughs> uh, you would be surprised. You're a wine guy, so you probably can't fathom that, but we wouldn't add those things to wine. Yeah. Right. So I don't understand why right. we would add them to tea. And there's a lot of really fake chemicals and, you know, um, flavors and even Additives, fragrances yeah. to make you, I you think, know. you know, people try and release something that's new that no one's had like how can I take you know the airwaves and you know show my thing or how do I stand out from a crowd and unfortunately that's really how and I do think we have a movement on on the coast that we are looking for natural and organic and going backwards but I think the mainstream commercial you know, the big companies, they'll always strive for right. some of that. Right. I agree. And then you end up with the shamrock shake. Exactly. <laughs> no, I could tell stories about shamrock shakes. <laughs> but that's, that's crazy that, that there's nothing added to this Mm-mm. because there's, it's very complex. It's very complex. Yeah. It has a beautiful nose. Incredible. And very low tannin. So my style of tea and the reason why we chose the teas that we are marketing right now are they're bold and they're very, uh, they have a lot of character, kind of like the women that we work mm-hmm. with. Uh-huh. Um, or live with or, or are married live with, to. Exactly. Um, but they're very smooth. I particular, yeah. I in mm-hmm. particular enjoy teas that are strong, but very smooth. So they're very, they have very low tannin. Um, so they don't get you like back here yeah, and they don't right. dry your mouth. For those right. of you out there that, you know, that aren't wine drinkers or, aren't familiar with tannin if, if you drink coffee you know when you make a pot of coffee and you get down to the end of the coffee and you've got those little bits in your mouth and you never want to drink the last pour from the coffee <laughs> pot those are just tannins like just like a red wine too when you get down to the bottom of the bottle you've just got those little particles so and it kind of just dries out your Palette. your mouth yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it i don't sense any um, tannin in this wine I mean in this uh, uh, tea whatsoever yeah now, what about the water source so we have to be very selective about our water source filtered water um, the best water for brewing tea is deionized water it's the purest um, and it has the most um, 
like the the cleanest flavor. Hmm. But water is very important. You should always brew your tea with filtered water. Um, if you can't do deionized, then RO is very good. Um, but just any filtered water. You don't want to use city water. It has okay. Um, it just ruins the flavor of the tea. Wow. Yeah. So even even after boiling the water. Well, you can still. You know, if you use city water that's laden with um, chlorine and fluoride, and you can taste those things. Right, okay. And they come across, so it's not like baking or making food with it where it's masked. But, you know, tea, to bring out that character, you want just a really blank canvas. Right. But when you make your iced tea, Mm -hmm. um, are you like ordering like a huge amount of like filtered water? You have to have like some kind of a truck come in? We're doing DI right now and we're doing these in small batches at the moment. So um, we're just literally just getting big five gallon, um, you know, um, what do you call those jugs? Those from, big jugs yeah, for the yeah. water cooler kind Lots of thing. Lots of those. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're heavy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm getting buff. Yeah, so exactly. Cool. Yeah, you don't need to go to the gym. You just have to lift your water bottle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so your first batch of tea, did you just say, okay, this is how I make a cup of tea and I'm just going to, let's times it by a hundred? Yeah, and it was, there was a lot of experimenting. I work with... Um, uh, you know, uh, a, a number of people who've helped us like get to where we are today. And, um, we, it was just trial and error. You know, you just have to get the combinations right, you know, cause tea is very delicate. And if you oversteep it or understeep it, you can ruin it within seconds. So it's really critical that you hit the, the right temperature and the right amount of tea. And when you're doing big drums, it's, you know, obviously a different experience. And so, I actually am working with a female winemaker, um, Michelle Gendel, and she's been awesome just teaching us about how to, you know, those, those little details in brewing that um, she's learned from her winemaking experiences and, you know, with like getting the, the balance of the pH right and, yeah. you know, all of those things that are really important um, so that it's got shelf stability and you know things like that and but moreover the flavor it's about right. extracting I, I the best flavor no i wouldn't know if i messed it up i mean <laughs> i think like how long does it take to really develop your palate to well, really know tea i think it's just trial and error and, and really knowing what you like right it's like wine i guess it, i wouldn't really necessarily know if something was corked maybe you would well. We we could show you once or twice, and you would know exactly. Right. So maybe it's the same thing with tea. Right. You would. It's it would be obvious once pointed out. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sandra, have you ever had? We do, we do bags, but we also do loose tea service at the hotel. And and if you, uh, you know, put the loose tea in the little basket and put it in the the teapot put the water in and we don't, I don't know what the temperature is. We just use the water that's coming out of the espresso machine. So right. it's, yeah. I mean, it's hot, yeah. um, but you bring it to the table. I usually, if I drop it, I like to tell the people I added the water one minute ago, 30 seconds ago, so they can sort of time out how long they like to keep it. But if you had something like an Earl Grey or a Darjeeling and you, when I first brought it to the table, you poured a little bit in your cup and tried it, it would be a little more delicate. Right. But if you left it there for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes with just sitting on the on the tea and you went to go try it, you definitely 
get that. It would be well, so I think what sour. she's talking about, right. it would have well, a bitterness I would, to I would it. I would get it. that, but I wouldn't. I would totally get that, and I've experienced that. Maybe that's I, why you don't like tea. Maybe, or exactly, you know? or maybe I wouldn't know if is that the right way or is that the wrong way. I mean, drinking this right now, it's like wow, this is so different from anything. And I guess if I sat with ten different brands or tried it ten different ways and picked out what I like, but I still wouldn't know if that was like the best or well, like how yeah i think it's about extra you know when you mentioned the character you said this has a lot of character the complexity the complexity, and complexity. Character, yeah. you just know when um a tea is over steep because it gets really bitter right and it doesn't even have to be 10 minutes it can be six minutes right or four it depends on the tea right do but, you bring an egg timer oh i have an app you have, have you guys an, seen my oh app? My I have god. a tea timer app. You have it. Did you make it? Yes. Oh my god, you're a genius. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Awesome. All you have to do in the morning oh or whenever you're god. having your ceremony is hand select. You just hit the button for green, oolong, oh, black. That is fabulous. Well, how can people get this it app? Just, it, it tells you how long and then it goes It off. is fabulous how do how do people get this app on their phone oh it's free they just download it from either apple or google and just the app store search t yeah uppercase t uppercase yeah if you search uppercase t it'll it'll come up we'll add that to our our show notes yeah (laughs) that is so cool i love that and you know um one project i wanted to talk about that we're working on right now that's super fun is um You know how when you drink tea, there's obviously lots of health benefits and properties that are good for you. But if you put it on your skin, it's the same thing. Wait, the the liquid tea or the leaves? No, this is... So what we're doing, um, we're we're building a line for MacArthur Place um, for their spa. And we're doing a line of bath and body products that are infused with our teas. So if you put something on your skin... It goes to your bloodstream within like 26 seconds. I, I'm familiar because my mom, when we would go down to Puerto Rico or Mexico, uh-huh. and we would get badly, badly sunburned, yeah. we would fill the tub with tea bags. Oh, and no way. We would, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's and we awesome. would sit, it would pull the sting out of, from the sun. Right. Swear. That is amazing. And she'll, she'll be like, ah, I loved when you talked about that. <laughs> you <laughs> but, remember. But I understand. I mean, yeah. and I tell people that. I'm like, if you have a really bad burn, you can try. But then again, I wouldn't know which tea. I mean, I'm sure it was Lipton's. Right, right, right. Which is that, is that even it's, tea? It's probably <laughs> laden with pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> I just infused my body with something I didn't want. Glyphosate. Yeah, exactly. I don't sting anymore, but... Oh, that Roundup does wonders. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't think Snapple um, would do it either. That's fabulous. So when you're creating these items, are you creating, like, is... I guess the um, the scent would be high up on. Yeah, so we're working with um, Sonoma Botanicals. That's um, who I work Louise. with. Louise is she's awesome. Lovely. Yeah. So I we we chose to partner with her because she's amazing and she makes the best products in the yeah. world. And yeah. um, she is um, now sourcing some of her local botanicals from a place in Petaluma. So it's mm-hmm. all local. We like to keep everything oh. local. 
Um, so she has been really instrumental in helping us develop these products. And so we're doing, um, there's a tea service, a tea spa service that will be happening at MacArthur Place featuring uppercase tea. Um, and basically we're doing a lotion, a body oil, um, and, a, a, and a, like a cream, like a mm. cream. Um, we're doing a, a Himalayan sea salt scrub Ooh, infused yeah. with mm-hmm. um, our rooibos ice, our rooibos tea, which is infused with the jojoba oil. And then we add like a little bit of um, eucalyptus. It's like oh, so wow. luxurious. It's amazing. Um, but the have we, you gone for the treatment yet? I have haven't. You? But okay. they told me that Spot I have to. Yeah, They're like, oh, you, you have do. to try it out. I'm like, twist yeah, my arm. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the but the, we're infusing these products with um, our teas, and we're we're doing our green tea, our black tea, and the rooibos, and then we're going to have different. Um, like, if you selected a tea service, by the way, and you wanted to relax, then you would pick the the green tea service because we're infusing those with essential oils that are all or you know organic that help you relax so like Mm -hmm. i don't know all of the things we're landing on but we're still in progress so and then we're picking one that will be for revive and then one Mm -hmm. to um, renew so cellular Mm -hmm. renewal and so the renewal is going to be the rooibos and then the revive is going to be the black. The black has a lot of caffeine in it, so it's really, really good for your skin. There's tons of research on tea and the how it Properties. you know yeah, just like wrinkles and stress and mm. all these things that happen to our poor little bodies. Um, tea is a really amazing way of renewing your body from a cellular level. Um, on your skin too. And so um, we're really excited about this and the, the, they'll be launching it soon. We're almost there. So exciting. I thought you were going to say that after you did your brewing of the tea that they were going to take all the leaves and like wrap people up in them at the (laughs) spa. That would be a good idea. Actually. Yeah. So actually speaking of how does the ceremony work? Like what do you do? Okay. So this is great. You know, brewing, like I said, brewing loose leaf tea is kind of a pain in reality. Um, so what we've done because I'm married to a Brit, we've sort of, um, created a ceremony that combines that, sort of English refinement um, with Eastern Zen and like in a way that's appropriate for modern people, modern women. So we don't have a lot of time and that's why we created the app. So, you know, you can, you know, basically time your tea for the right period. So what we've done is we've created these loose leaf sachets. They're bagless for the ceremony because they're ceremonial grade, all estate, um, single estate organic. And we um, measured the teas perfectly for our little me pot. And this me pot has actually been nominated for award at the um, World Tea Expo. Oh, wow. Which is super exciting. Well, who made this for you? Um, wow. This is actually designed in Denmark. And it's um, made um, by a company in China, actually, that mm. is crafted these beautiful stainless um infusers and so what we do is we make sure that the tea is measured perfectly for this little pot and it's an individual sized teapot because you don't want to oversteep it right once it's ready you want to pour all that tea into your cup Mm 
And so then we had these cups and saucers made mm. um, out of shell china. Oh. So they're made of seashells instead of beef bone ash. Mm. Um, and they're commercial grade. They're made for everyday use. So we don't want this to be, you know, locked into your china cabinet. Right. We want women to use this every day. Right. And um, it goes in the dishwasher because part of ceremony that's really important is not just the quality of the tea and then the time that it takes for you to sit down and really collect your thoughts, but it's also about drinking out of a really beautiful vessel that shakes you out of your everyday life. And so having something beautiful to drink from is equally as important as what you're drinking in a true Eastern ceremony. And so we designed the cups to look very British and simple and elegant. And we also designed them with our uppercase T pattern, which is a bunch of uppercase T's turned into little squares and it creates a chain and that chain, it represents the unbreakable chain of the sisterhood. So it's got a lot of meaning for us. Um, and we're hoping that women, when they drink out of this will feel part of something bigger than just what they're experiencing in front of them. Yeah. And I love how the teapot is, um, glass and it's clear. Yes. So that you can actually see it. That, you can see the liquor. I, I never had a teapot that was clear before. Oh, it's great. You know, all of these teas sense. create <laughs> completely different colors. It's like a rainbow. Right, right. And so, yeah, you're right. It's fun to see the color of the tea. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's And do you music, no music or anything? Whatever you want. Your thoughts. Or, Whatever you right. want. You know, I'm encouraging women to write down their oh, thoughts and like um, journal while we're, we're coming up with a little notepad that's nice. going to go in with our sachets very soon. Um, a little, you know, something that you can say, okay, today I am feeling blah, blah, blah. Or today my focus is da, da, da. And when you write something down, it has a certain accountability to it. Right. And I think that's a perfect time to actually stop and do whatever writing you need to do to get whatever's in your head out right. so that you don't, you know, stress out all day thinking about the things that you, maybe you have to get done or the things that you want to create. It's a great opportunity for that. Set an is intention. It, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, exactly it, right. So it's a really a morning ceremony. I know. I would say anytime, okay. you know, before bed, after yoga, okay. in the morning, before the kids wake up. Mm-hmm. I have had clients that um, get up at, you know, five o'clock and they do this uh, to have that moment to themselves before everyone in the household gets up um, to, you know, before bed you know, just taking a moment. So it's, it's an every, it's all day, every day. But for the British, how come they sort of do a midday tea time? How did that become a thing? I really don't know how that became a thing. I think it was because when the working class would get really hungry between lunch and dinner. Yeah. And so that four o'clock hour was a perfect time for them to have a little snack before dinner. That's right. That's what I've been told, but I don't know. I'd like to look into that some more. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just became a tradition and then it became an important part of their culture. Yeah. Which which came, well, I think I know the answer, but I was going to ask which came first, the British husband or the tea? 
The British husband. The British husband came <laughs> first. And he maybe influenced I imported him first. Import- okay, good job. Good and job. Then- <laughs> He's all organic. And then he got you into tea. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was, I, I'm, I, I'm new to tea. This is something that's only happened yeah. in the last eight years or so, so. Yeah, it, it's, it's so fabulous. And, and the packaging, um, we'll show some pictures on social. I mean, really, really beautiful. And it's the whole, everything about it is so detail-oriented and connected. And I love that it has such a deep purpose and everything goes with everything. And thank you. it's really special. Thank you. It's yeah. definitely a labor of love. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, out it, of the the large bottle, so that someone could actually order this sitting in the restaurant. Yes, and that bowl, would come to the table. Mm-hmm, and it w- that, that's exactly right. So, right now, both of these um, formats we have the ten ounce grab and go, perfect to fit into your bag or your purse, um, and then we have the seven fifty wine bottle, which is sold. Both of these are sold at Sonoma Market, Nugget Market, oh great, um, Frenchy, the panel. Um, Oh, did you say the panel? Yeah. Oh, panel. great. Okay, a little um, shout out to the panel. For yeah, we love them. Hi, you guys. Yeah. I yeah. do too. Yeah. We <laughs> love them. We love them. Frenchie's been amazing. They were an early adopter of us and a big nice. supporter. Um, I don't want to forget anyone. Uh, Oliver's? Not yet. We're approaching. Brian. We're How can approaching. we make that happen? Brian. We need to make that happen. Like, Brian, okay. you need to introduce. Yep. I yeah. don't know. I, yes, you do. They I, know you. Yeah, they know I'm the guy that comes in four days a week and spends over two hundred dollars exactly. every time. Awesome. <laughs> well, you could write it on one of those cards when they say we will bring oh, you in. Oh, you know what? That's how. Yes. So I, I request get, us. Yes, I get coffee crisp it. from Canada because you know they're willing to to order anything as long as people will buy it, and so you you know they'll. They always take those requests. Awesome. So, okay, perfect. Okay. Awesome, yeah. So I'm going to put in a little request for the Rohnert Park store. Awesome. I love them. <laughs> yeah. I love them. That's a perfect environment. We're really yeah. going yeah. after specialty grocery yeah. um, and specialty purveyors here in the county um, because there are, there are peeps, you know, right. and I want to do, they, they're also the ones that are looking for the local um, purveyors and, um, I think it's it's awesome. It's a perfect partnership. And what are the price points on the teas? So um, this one, it the Retail. markets retails for three forty nine. Mm-hmm. I think at um, Sonoma Market. Um, That's very it's on fair. sale for two ninety nine right now, and then the seven fifty sells for normally six ninety nine, and it's five ninety nine. And for food service and hospitality, these are great. So I was explaining to Sandra last time, think of it like a bottle of wine. So if we sold this wholesale um, for $4, which is our wholesale price, you sell it for $9 at your table and you, or for 50 a glass, right? And so you're paying for the whole bottle with your first glass, just like a wine bottle right and then the rest is your profit margin um and it creates a beautiful experience so you put this in a wine bucket and then you take two ice-filled wine glasses put a couple sprigs of lavender in there Mm. and then you pour it for them and it's something for the designated driver or the the woman who's pregnant or just the person who's not drinking or somebody who's maybe not drinking for health reasons. Or I see a lot it of people gives, that are have been drinking all day, and, and they're, they're tired. They, they just want to have dinner break. and have something. Right. And, this, and 
honestly, iced tea is what I drink when I go out yeah. to dinner and I'm not drinking. I drink iced tea. Perfect. Yeah. So you actually encourage them at the restaurant. You tell them it should be in a wine glass with ice. Yes. And then how did that lavender part get added? It's to it? just, you know, with the honey and the vanilla in this particular tea, yeah. it's a great combination and it's so beautiful and simple. Right. Um, and it's something that grows here naturally. So, I mean, we can always get it and right. it looks pretty. Yeah. Again, it's about creating the experience and elevating that yeah, experience with tea yep. um, because they really appreciate it. And the bar is so low right now. It's incredibly low. It's interesting because there really is a movement for non-alcoholic Absolutely. upscale drinks and the product line, I'm sure, the seed lip, Yep. non-alcoholic yeah. um beautiful just extracts mm-hmm. and i don't know how they're made i don't know if they're mm-hmm. organic but they're beautiful mm-hmm. line yeah um and totally no alcohol yeah. and they're creating different drinks and i mean an arnold palmer with this oh speaking of arnold palmer yeah so um you know who else carries this is prohibition spirits oh love and them. they sent oh. our 750s out with their limoncello on their last <laughs> release in March, and they yeah, they made fun. an Arnold Palmer That's with our iced tea. That's yeah. great. Fred and Amy Groth. They're great. They yeah. Great. See, I knew I was forgetting. See, I don't. Yeah. I hate doing this because I always no, forget. You're doing everyone, great. But yeah. I I don't want to forget. For anybody who's out there that <laughs> buys our tea, we love you. I'm <laughs> sorry buying. if I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's um. Well, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I think about, and I don't know, Brian, like, can you think about if we were to go to one of these products in the restaurant, because our steeping thing is not, you know, like when we're doing seven, 800 covers in a day and we've got 10 teapots and, you know, the servers are fighting over stuff or like, I'm trying to think how a high volume and, you know, we can make it work because I love the thought of the quality. I certainly love the taste. Oh, thank you. Well, one of the things is that you don't have to pay your staff to brew tea. If you have these in stock and you have cases of the 750s, that's job done. And your margins on these are going to be really nice. So go iced versus Well, no, you could do both. But starting with the iced teas, this makes a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, From a margin perspective Mm -hmm. um, when you actually break it down and it and beyond that you want to think about what's going to be the best experience for your guest right right? and and if you can do that and still make money then it's a win-win totally um but with the hot tea we're actually finding that the ceremony is a lot easier than people think because everything's pre-measured and pre-thought out. Your servers don't have to really think about anything other than pouring the water at the right temperature. And we actually have um, partnered with Cuisinart to, with their, they have a beautiful kettle that is a tea kettle that's pre-programmed like our app for that's the right temperature. Wild. So on the, on the handle, you can select green, white, black, um, herbal, and there's a, even a setting for coffee, I believe. Wow. Um, and so you put a bank of those in your restaurant and or your hotel, and you have them at each temperature ready to go. And then you have a stack of these, and you have your box of tea. So you present this to the table, and you say, hey, here's our tea selection. The 
customers can read on the back all the flavor profiles of each tea so they can really have an experience with the tea and and you know choose what they're in the mood for then you go and take that tea bag and you fill their little pot you bring it back filled and you have a little timer on the table we have these also beautiful little white Aww. sand timers that are really cute um or you can just you have your server come back at the right time and then they're ready to pour and then you pour this into your cup and it's a really great experience and they're gonna get a really proper cup of tea right properly brewed at the right time and the right temperature to create that perfect okay cup. so we have no room for any of that <laughs> for cups or for, for pots, pots or <laughs> there's the electric one okay. more plug in the restaurant is gonna like make the whole thing go haywire <laughs> truly well then in your case we have our biodegradable tea bags our luxury pyramid bags which okay. are are very easy these are um whole leaf loose leaf teas same quality superior grade um amazing flavor and um yeah, you can. So that's just do something we yeah. could do. Yep, okay. absolutely. All you need is yeah. hot water. Yeah. And right now, these the two the types that we have are the two most popular: the rooibos and the black, and they all require two twelve temperature. Okay. A steep time of five minutes, like any other tea bag. So. Okay. And then, are you doing the iced tea in different flavors? Are you planning? We on We are it? planning on oh. expanding all of our tea lines, apart from the that's ceremony. So the ceremony exciting. is sacred. Mm-hmm. We're doing just the six teas for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Those are our that's our signature collection. The iced teas will be expanding um, soon, um, but as you know, working with the FDA takes time. And so once we develop and the, the, the teas that we want, then we have to get that through that process. So it would just mm-hmm. be on the lookout for those. And then we're also expanding our luxury pyramid tea bag line because um, a lot of people are really into these decaf options. And mm-hmm. so we're going to be offering some herbal um, teas and then um also we're working on a rosé for the iced tea oh. so it's gonna Super be very cool. pretty mm-hmm. um and then um uh, maybe an earl gray and a chai for oh, the nice. bags um just to build out more of a classic line we're mm-hmm. a bit we're purist when it comes to tea so we don't want right. to have all these overly flavored teas they all have to be flavored based on the herbs Right, we're putting. Yeah, how, for the rosé one, would you do something like hibiscus or what? Yeah, or even beetroot. Oh, cool. Beetroot is another good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're we're experimenting with. I that mean, now. you yeah. just taught yourself all of this. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's not just a cup of tea. Right. I should probably go to tea school and. <laughs> well, you can teach. I mean, this is fabulous. I mean, uh, last week. Um, we had Niall Zachary on the show mm-hmm. and he is a beer maker mm-hmm. and kind of makes beer in this style. I mean, you know, his beer is in kind of wine glass, wine bottle sizes and awesome. yeah, he's a winemaker and a beer maker, but it's like, I feel like it's so parallel to our conversation. Right. Well, you're elevating it's the so experience. I mean, I think if you had a server at the girl in the fig and you, or you had two of them and you said, to one of them make tea exactly how you t- 
told them with your products and then you told another one, just make me a black tea and bring it to the table. I bet you could pick out, you know, blind the difference. Which, you know, yeah, even no, with I measuring the, t- the, the tea. Oh, I love it all. I mean, I yeah. just like think I'm getting practical, like going, okay, where are we putting it? No, I know. I think yeah. for for yeah. your restaurant, somewhere where you guys do, but I think it, we I think, could totally do tea. I like, think you I just this. offer that as an alternative, yeah, and, and when love, people see that at another table, is right. when they go, "Oh, what is right. that that they're drinking?" Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be that's cool. That's one of those things that people get excited. It's about. great behind the bar too. These, yeah, these teas, these iced teas, make amazing cocktails. Oh, and we do do tea with cocktails. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah, so neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did we touch on just about? Gosh, yeah. I think. Well, it's, um, can people order online? Yeah. So, um, we have a direct to consumer um, option for our ceremony teas and our tea bags. Um, so, you can find us at uppercasetea.com mm-hmm. um, or the sisterhood of tea.com. And our store, you can buy, purchase those two things. Um, and then of course refills, we have, um, uh, tea subscriptions that we send out teas monthly to your house, nice. which is super easy. So, um, and it's eco because we don't have the, so we sell our teas originally in these, um, by these reusable tea caddies and they so were purposely pretty. designed so that they wouldn't be thrown away. Right. We want these to be out on counters and in food service and hospitality up on the shelf. Right. Um, and in, for retail, they're really pretty. Um, and then for our iced teas, these are only available through, um, uh, like I was telling food you before, service food, market. food service, hospitality, and also, um, specialty grocers and purveyors. Right. You don't want to ship. <laughs> no, it's really expensive <laughs> to it ship. Is. Yeah. But we are, um, we, we do, um, distribution through nugget market right now. We are looking for national distribution, um, and so once we get a distributor, we'll be able to expand beyond the county. But right now, we're How really, really focused. Get? Yeah, is that the plan? As big as you want, really. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 So you'll just grow with See that it. look in her eye? <laughs> no, it's not that kind of a look at all. I'm just like oh, she's, she's excited. I love it. She's for. passionate about it. She's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? I think. But I wonder, like, is there a? I mean, is there a limit to how much tea you can access at that high level, or because more you, farmers are now getting involved? Not really. It's amazing. Um, you know, we have. Um, we we have settled on this county as our home and as our base and we want to really get a deep rooted um relationship with consumers here and with other businesses right Right. hotels restaurants wineries that kind of thing um but with the iced teas the iced teas are different because those are ready to drink products that can be manufactured with our you know with our um recipes and we can really control the quality of that on a massive scale. So with the iced teas, we're, we're looking to grow that business um, because the more money we can bring in to the company, the more we can give. Right. And effect change, right. Right, right. right. No. And we get requests from it out of state. And you know, we have friends that have restaurants in South Carolina and uh, right. there's a gal here in Sonoma has a new um, 
you know, a coffee um, house in Ohio. And, you know, so it, there are people that are here that have other businesses elsewhere and they love the whole Sonoma vibe and they want to export that. Right. Well, wait till, you know, everybody starts drinking it at MacArthur place from all over the world and they go, wow, how can I take this home? That's right. Now for your spa, Mm -hmm. will the packaging be similar yet different? It's exactly the same packaging at retail for the hotel right now. Um, we know for your spa products. Oh no, it'll be different. A little different. Yeah. It'll be a little different. It's the same company. You will definitely know it's us, but we're doing a a co-brand with the property. So it'll have a little bit of, um, a touch of each. Um, and actually our brand is very, um, complimentary to the MacArthur place, um, you know, brand. So, it's not going to be a huge stretch for us to do that. And we're working on that right now. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 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 So, uh, what is your website that people can go to? Shoot us out again. The uppercase T.com and that's U P P E R C A S E T E A. com. And, uh, Roybus, I should say for people out there, just so you know, if you haven't heard of it spelled R O O I B O S. Yeah. Okay. If people want to look that up and a lot of people pronounce it wrong because it's hard to, I mean, how would you robust? It's actually think of like a guy named Roy driving a bus. Roy bus. (laughs) Roy bus. Thank you. Thank you. That's so funny. I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were doing the pronunciation for fa. Oh yeah. Oh ah. wow. Yeah. And like adding a question mark after you say it <laughs> versus foe. Yeah. So Roy Bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so delicious. It's such a nice treat to have you on today. Oh my gosh. I'm so and happy to I be here. I can't wait to do a ceremony. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You I'm know, gonna I'm going to download the app. I'm going to keep you accountable because yes. I know you are yes. a busy woman and yes. you need to take that moment of Zen every I, day. I do. And I need to drink more tea. Yes. I'll just switch out. I'll switch out my coffee for tea. Yeah. Just even just Give a, it a cup try, of day. See how it feels. Yeah. I'm, I guarantee yeah. you're going to feel better. Yeah. Is it made a right. massive change for me. So I'm, I'm does hoping. Does it have that, any weight loss properties? Yeah, actually it does. <laughs> I always look for the hidden bonus. <laughs> of course it does. Tea is, tea is known for um, helping with that because it helps with inflammation. Meta- oh, inflammation oh, wow. and metabolism. Yeah. And your probably. metabolism yeah. and really really good for inflammation so if you have any wow. kind of problems with um so many problems so many, many problems as like, we all yeah. get older inflammation is one of the main it's things huge. that you have to worry yeah. about that's yeah. right yeah. that's right and it's really good for um diabetics too rooibos in particular because it lowers um it helps regulate your, your blood your sugar glucose. wow yeah. so it's really important that we drink yeah. these things in our daily lives yeah. so Love it. Is yeah. is Maria gonna like this? Yeah. Oh, she really is. She's yeah. Gonna, you know, we Brian's wife. we get, uh-huh. we buy tea, and you know, we've got a probably twenty different types of tea in our cupboard. Uh huh. But you know, it's it's nothing like this. So I'm excited to oh, turn good. her on to this. I, I'm excited to turn my mom on to this. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I hope she'll like it because she. Well, she's gonna she run the bath and start to start to throw all the bags in the right. bath. Well, that'll be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This would be an expensive. <laughs> bath. I'm guessing an expensive right. bath. Just stay out of the sun, Sandra. Right. Exactly. I do now. But um, yeah, so awesome! What a lovely gift. 
Um, I think it's such an, a, a subscription for tea for right. someone who's a tea lover. That's a lovely gift. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Do you have an Instagram account? Yeah, we do. We have Instagram. We are on Facebook. We have a closed Facebook group for you ladies out there called the Sisterhood of Tea. Um, where we discuss women's issues. We put content up around um, health and wellness and lifestyle, um, tea, of course. And then we have um, our Twitter account. Yeah, we've got all the channels dialed okay, in. So good. you can so pretty much find us. in your company? There's only less than five of us. So it's me and my two girls and my husband chips in when he can mm-hmm. and you know, my family, is it's my mom Chipson? and my stepdad help a lot. What was Wait, that? Is his name Chipson? No, Chips in. Chips in. Yeah. Helps. I thought it was a British name. <laughs> Chip. His name's Chip. Chipson. His name is Chip. <laughs> and no. that would be a French fry for you. Right. <laughs> no, do, you do you have the, is it, the, are the two girls, the ones working on the social media side of it? Have you No, we do them all involved? that ourselves. Okay. Yeah. We do all of our own branding and marketing and sales. Wow. Um, that's why I have circles under my eyes. Okay. I need tea bags on my <laughs> eyes. Yeah. That people do. Or that maybe too. just the, the spa you, service. Circle. Those aren't bad. Oh, good. Thank bad, you. It's because I put spackle under them oh, this morning. <laughs> uh, oh, I my love goodness. it. I love it. What a fun episode. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank well, thank you, you for so having me. Much. I'm honored to be here with like oh, such no, royalty. This thrilled. is awesome. You know, it's uh, anytime I get to talk about food and wine and, and tea and with other people that love food, wine and tea, yeah. it's like awesome. So I mean, like a tea pairing dinner would be fun. Ooh. Oh yeah. I definitely think the tea trip. Abroad. Yeah. Well, are you going to sponsor us? Maybe. Perfect. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. No, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Guests will pay their way. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. All right. All right. Well, Allison Kilmer, thank you so much for turning us on to your products. Thank and you. it's nice to meet another company with intention. You know, we had Integrity. Rebel uh, we had Rebel on um, at some point during the year and, awesome. and, yeah, and really appreciate great. what they're doing in their awesome. community as well. So we it's 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 inspiring. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. So I, please uh, go find her online or at those stores that we mentioned here locally or head over to MacArthur Place and go have dinner at uh, Layla and go see Cole, the, the chef yeah, over there and, and, yeah. and order some tea. Yep. And um, if you want to listen to other episodes of The Bike Goes On, you can always go to our website at thebikegoeson.com. Sondra's been doing some work on there. I know. Did you, you look? I did. I did looked, you like it better? I like it. I really do. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Of course. <laughs> How can I not like it? That's okay. You can tell me you don't like it. Controversy we like. Okay. Um, you can also go to our other website, uh, radiomisfits.com and, and download some of our episodes there as well or follow us on Instagram. Oh, I need to say there is a new, did I say this last week? There's a new app called Himalaya and the bike goes right, on is on right. Himalaya. And yeah. I actually really like this app. Okay. I really do. I, you can create your own playlist. Um, really easy to find things. I like it for podcasts. Nice. Shout out cool. to Himalaya, whoever's Himalaya. Uh, running yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, know. we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.